One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's a place where all of your dreams come true. Hello, welcome back to Vicky's World after, ooh, quite a break we've had. We've been busy recording the final arc of Vicky's World, of the main campaign of Vicky's World, and then um, planning what's to come next. Lots of fun, exciting things. But um, we've pretty much got to the end of our main arc. If you watch along on our Twitch stream, uh, the last few episodes we've been recording off air and kind of... You know, just planning some cool secret finale business. Nothing to do with you. You'll find out when the time is right. But I've also been working away and editing up um, this last arc. But um, between the previous arc, arc three, and and this current arc, Vicky planned a little intermission kind of mini arc called Into the Storm. And uh, basically, um, if you remember, at the end of Arc 3, when we left Etienne Regia, we finished kind of our job helping Hearth and Journey, the two gods of Etienne Regia, the twin gods. Um, When we finished that, um, basically, we were at sea on our ship with our crew, and then the fabric of the sky started to fall apart and uh, a big storm started and we all kind of vanished at the end of the last arc basically all of the characters myself well not um Kataya Khan who I play Sally Spearfish Archie Morgan and of course Gwathryn played by Dan Simpson we all started kind of crackling and warping and then we all vanished and now we get to find out where we all went and I can tell you where we went is into the storm and what that means well you're about to find out and this is the first of the into the storm episodes this is Gwathryn's interlude and I'm gonna basically hand you over into the very 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 capable hands of Vicky Hawley and Dan Simpson as they go into the storm Please enjoy. Generations ago, the world was swept away by the power of a furious storm. Minutes ago, 
the same thing happened to you. With the sound of a rattling spinning wheel and the force of the rebirth of an old goddess, reality unravels around you, Gwathryn, threads drifting off into the ether. Cat's hands are no longer on your shoulders as she bends to kiss you. The wooden deck of the Maiden's Revenge is no longer beneath your feet. Everything is thunder and darkness, and you are slammed into a bare, smooth rock by frigid winds. A flash of lightning illuminates the world around you for a brief second. Freezing rain and hail pelts down on you, on a bare, rocky outcrop, battered but alive. What do you do, Gwathryn? Um, I'd like to try to re-ravel reality, please. Okay. <laughs> is, that, is that a sleight of hand, sleight of hand check? Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a sleight of hand check for me. <laughs> to, to tie the strands of existence back together. That's my first Yeah, go ahead and roll that, yeah. Are you actually going to... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. I'm going to go purple because I'm in the storm. It's a perfect storm. Uh, sleight of hand check. Yeah. <laughs> um... It's a, that's a, it's a 20, 22 to unravel <laughs> all of existence into a coherent whole oh, and not the, not the chaos we've encountered. <laughs> Around you, reality's re-raveled. And congratulations, your intervention episode is you on an island with Kat. Uh, oh, this has been brilliant, Vicky. I, this is, <laughs> I, the highs, the lows, I'm, 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 I'm lost for words. This You're... is incredible. Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you guys so um, much. Yeah, next week is another event. Okay, uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming I cannot re-ravel I'm sure unfortunately not okay. uh, alright so I'm on a rocky outcrop and it's bleak um, so I just want to take a look around what, what can I see around fab make a perception check yeah that is ooh that's, that's alright too um, 21 21 very good ever observant Gwathryn mm. you take a look around you can see more or less as far as you can see uh, the storm is very low. These clouds hang a matter of feet above the ground, not miles. Um, you can see around you there is stony ground scored by centuries of burn marks. Mm. These clouds, you think if you were a medium-sized creature, they would be low enough to touch. And if you uh, if you had a GM that allowed you to do a six-foot vertical leap, you could also <laughs> touch them. Okay. Uh, but around you, the uh, the stench of ozone kind of burns in your nostrils. Uh, there's also rain just pouring down, which is both very, very cold and very loud. Mm. And over it, there is this wind howling. And uh, growing up in the city of summers, you probably witnessed some pretty epic summer storms, but there's mm. always relief after them. This doesn't feel like it's ever going to stop. In fact, as you look up, you see the clouds above you beginning to flash Make a dexterity saving throw. Mm. Uh, is this an area effect thing? Uh, uh, hang on. Let's see what happens. I'll just do the deck. Let me do the throw and then we can figure out. Uh, deck oh, I'm, the dice are nice to me. That's a 25. Oh, very, very good. All right. So you vault out of the way as you see where you were kind of sprawled mere moments ago. Uh, this huge fork of lightning smashes down on mm. it and skitters out across the stones. Wow. Uh, you kind of scramble back against one of these rocks. Mm. All um, right. And um, I believe because of your uh, your new ability evasion, instead of taking half damage, you take no damage. Yeah. Yes. All right. Cool. So I feel I feel like the tingling bit of electricity, just like maybe uh, passing through my feet, just as I get back in time. Mm. Um, all right. Nice. <clears throat> um, what can I? How 
far can I see? Is this like rock stretching on forever? Is it like a small crop of it? What what what's a, what's sort of down, as it were? With your uh, with your perception check, I'll say that mm. you can see there is a spot maybe about three hundred feet away where it seems the clouds lift a little bit from the ground, um, mm. and there seems to be a small worn stone hill. Um, mm. Is that the only distinguishing feature of this landscape? Uh, yes, the only one that you can, can see at the moment. Okay, <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go towards that. Let's, All let's, right. let's let's that's a light jog. <laughs> just a casual little jog a casual uh, jog yeah you, you start with a five minute warm-up walk and then sarah millican tells you <laughs> yeah. to run I, I do some stretches yeah uh, yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> um and i'm gonna i'm gonna I, not not a lot i'm gonna kind of hustle over there i'm not gonna go full on full speed but i'm gonna i'm gonna get moving nice you're hurrying the mm. thing that strikes you perhaps most as you hurry through this bleak landscape is how barren it is you've mm. lived most of your life surrounded by this beautiful verdance and even in the city of cats and etienne regia there there is you know there are people around there's life there's signs of life mm. here there is nothing it is scorched mm. and bare mm. um you managed to find after jogging a light jog about 300 <laughs> meters um uh, 300 feet sorry okay. uh you come to this small mount. Um, you can see it is completely smooth and there are juts of almost uh, like black rock, black glass that seem to have shot through mm. it. It seems maybe once it was taller and it's been worn away. Um, but you can also see around the side there is a small hole that seems like it would be ba- more or less large enough for you to scramble through if you wanted to. Hmm. Um, do I know what kind of stone this is? This black glassy stone? Uh, you can make a investigation check if you want. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, nine. Nine. Just nine. Nine. Oh, it's like shiny, I guess. Like shiny, nice black stone. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Does this look like it was like the base of a statue or a building or something? It looks more constructed than the regular Ooh. land. Can I tell that? Uh, <laughs> you can tell with that investigation check that no, this looks quite... Um, as you inspect that the sort of the entrance way as it were the hole mm. um you can see that it seems to have small little chips in it it seems the mount itself may have been something larger that was worn away over time but okay. something seems to have chipped into the bottom of it and made this hole okay i'm going to take one final look around this landscape and just see if there's anywhere else with like an arrow pointing over it going like <laughs> here is your quest marker or something no, is there anything is there anything else i can see on this landscape that's sort of distinguishing now that you've moved quite away make another yeah. perception check let's see what you can spot Ooh, 22 22 all right Ooh, very well. you turn on your fucking eagle eyes and <laughs> you to always be on with this guy jeez uh and uh as <laughs> Uh, as you take a look across the storm, uh, you can see very far away, maybe half a mile. If it weren't mm. so flat, you wouldn't be able to see it. Um, there seems to be sort of a, a, a rocky silhouette of something. You're not quite sure what it is. Mm, a rocky silhouette of something. Is it moving or is it still? Uh, this is still. You and watch it for a moment. Okay. How far? Uh, maybe half a mile. Quite half away. Half a mile. You can also see in the stretch between here and that kind of strange silhouette, uh, more of these lightning bolts sort of smashing down. All right, in which case, I'm going to just get into some cover. I think I've been pretty, I mean, based on the last adventure as well, I think I'm feeling quite 
a little bit raw. Like, you know, this is, we've just been wrenched out of this environment. I just had this uh, fr- frozen moment of being in the fire. And, and that's the first time that's happened in my life, not knowing what to do or how to act. Um, so I'm feeling a bit vulnerable. I think so. I'm going to find a nice little hidey hole that's that's halfing sized. Yeah, let's get in there. All right, fantastic. As you reflect on that, you scramble in uh, through this uh, this small hole. You scramble inside this strange kind of worn mount. Yeah. Uh, immediately, as you scramble through this short tunnel, what catches your nose is the stench of rot and fungus. Mm. It also seems to be pitch black in here. Okay. Uh, which I believe with your halfling eyes you can't see, but... No. I'm going to... I'll light I'll light a... I'm sure I have a tinderbox. Let me have a look. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, I've got... A, oh, I've got a lantern <clears throat> in, my, in my adventurer's pack. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to light my lantern. Very nice. All right. As you strike your lantern, it takes a few goes because it's damp um, with this just soaking rain. Um, mm. But as you manage to finally strike a spark, uh, you can see that the lantern seems to light less than you would expect. Mm. The lantern would probably shed regularly about 20 feet, I think, of dim, uh, of, of bright light. Mm. Uh, here, it, it kind of barely illuminates five feet in front of you. Oh, wow. Okay. Really dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna. Can I move further in? You can absolutely. I'm gonna go very slowly and maybe sort of reach out, see if there's the wall. I'm gonna shuffle my feet carefully. I'm just. I'm not going. I'm not at a light jog, Vicky. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm at a, a stealthy shuffle. <laughs> These are all the Gwathrin dance moves, right? That have taken the, the city of yeah. by storm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The stealthy shuffle. It's. Um, you know, it's, a, it's a bit of a cheeky one, that. Actually, <laughs> How do you do it? No one knows because he always rolls so fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do the stealthy shuffle. Shuffle, hey everyone, come over here! And Gwathrin just disappears. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Uh, then he's behind. Then he's behind you. And, uh, <laughs> his hand on the small of your back, which is him reaching up. And, all right. <laughs> and then he so, nicks your purse. And he nicks your purse. That's the, uh, that's the stealthy shuffle. Right, yeah, so I'm gonna stealthily kind of sh- move my feet along, kind of reach out with my spare hand, and um, like high alert for listening to stuff, and you know. Really straining my eyes, just really all of the perceptions as much as I can. Maximum perception. All Max right, lovely. Perception. Yeah. Hi, my name's Max <laughs> Perception. <laughs> That's actually somebody I've worked with in the city of Sunday, so <laughs> Really good. He's my spotter. For, yes, you know, uh, he's got to be like a maverick detective, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, he got chucked out of the uh, the Sunstokers. Yes, <laughs> being a loose cannon. Yes, <laughs> being a loose cannon. Yeah, the adventures of Brother and Max Perception. <laughs> That's a spin-off episode. Uh, kind of I was going to say, we've made another fucking intermission. It's <laughs> what we've made. <laughs> well, the irony is, of course, you just put nothing into wisdom. Yes. And nothing into perception. And he, yeah, absolutely. It's all in charisma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actual gardeners doing the crime work. And then he steps in and goes, I saw that eight days ago. I saw them all clearly. It was him. And everyone's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right so you scramble <clears throat> i realized i wrote this to be like a high tension adventure but anytime me and dan simpson spend any time together we're just fucking goofy as hell so. being goofy. i'm being very sick wathrin's being very serious he's mm. stealthily quietly uh shuffling mm. every day he's shuffling uh, every other day at the moment is, <laughs> oh wow you know, is he okay no, not really <laughs> Okay. Oh, goofiness. All right. Okay. okay. Uh, you scramble through this tunnel. Um, 
and you feel after not that far, maybe 10 more feet, uh, because you're reaching forward with your hands and your feet and falling, feeling out, you can yeah. feel it opens into uh, kind of almost a, a strangely smooth chamber opening, you think? You can feel it kind of goes up five feet in every direction, maybe. Mm. Um, and this stench of fungus and rock grows even stronger. Uh, can I see anything that's causing that, that smell? Within about five feet, as you lean <laughs> forward, um, mm. your lantern illuminates the bottom of what seems to be a uh, kind of a leather backpack. A leather pack. Mm. Okay. Uh, like on the floor? Yeah. Okay. Not just hanging in midair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's D&D. It could be. Uh, it's attached okay. to a ghost and he needs your help getting to school. <laughs> oh. oh, hi, Mr. Guaffrey. <laughs> Oh, that would be an adorable adventure. It's my first day of kindergarten, oh, but I'm stuck ghosty. in the storm. Oh, little ghosty. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think it might be your last day of kindergarten too, unfortunately. Oh, no. Oh, Am I getting kicked out? <laughs> I don't think your kindergarten exists anymore. <laughs> oh, um, no. Stupid my cuts. But I feel like that's secretly the thing the ghost was holding on for. And so then it like disappears and goes... Uh, my life is complete. <laughs> to and then find I just grab the backpack. Yes, I've got Great. the backpack. You grab the like, backpack. No, oh no, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna grab the backpack from the floor. I'm going okay. to approach the backpack with the stealthy shuffle aforementioned. Great, you like a little Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> it's like Scooby Doo when they're like this. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Absolutely. Oh God, yeah. if I were better at photoshopping, that would be all I was doing is editing Grathrin on one of those gifts. Uh, you slink forward, and you can see uh, this backpack looks pretty battered, pretty mm. old, um, and it seems to be lying open. If you'd like, you can peer in, see anything you can see in there. Yeah, I'm not going to touch it yet. I'm okay. Very, very careful. But yeah, I'm going to try and peer in. What can I? I'd probably get my um, my staff and get like poke it out and try and like lift the opening just to see what's in there. Great, you can absolutely do that. As you uh, kind of lift the opening and inspect it, uh, you spot a couple of things. First mm. of all, you spot a, uh, a a pretty distinctive looking ration tin. Mm. Um, a lot of ration tins look the same, um, kind of between the cities. You've noticed, um, but you can smell that whatever was in here has is passed its sell by date by a good few years. Okay. Um, you can also see there seems to be a worn and threadbare blanket that seems to be sprouting uh, moss and mushrooms. Um, and you can also see uh, tucked up at the back, there seems to be something small and wrapped in leather. Mm. By distinctive ration tin, how, you, like it's, it, it look, it's not, it's like customized and stuff. Uh, no, sorry. It's just oh. like all ration tins look the same. Sorry. So you can identify it's got rations in without gotcha. needing to look close. Gotcha. Right. Although it is pretty distinctive now that I think about it. It's got um, a load of uh, uh, paint on it and uh, the paint oh. seems to be flaking, uh, oh. but it seems to have once had uh, beautiful um, intricate drawings of, in effect, like mosaic-y oh. gems. Ooh, that's fun. Um, all right, I'm, I'm going to finally get to the backpack with my hands and um <clears throat> i'm going to the backpack um, bites down on your hands it was a mimic oh, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> never touch things in vicky's world <laughs> um i'm going to uh I, i'm going to grab the the ration tin avoiding the moldy disgusting blanket Great. um for now and uh yeah i'm gonna <clears throat> maybe open it and just sort of empty out anything that's in there um 
it's probably it's you would know the stuff in here was built to last a long time maybe months mm-hmm. um but it seems a bit of this ration tin leaked and there was sort of uh there's dried gunk there's basically like ship's biscuits in there that seem to have also become just consumed by this kind of blue black mold worst okay. of the student fridge kind of level <laughs> blue black mold. Uh. Oh, delicious, delightful. I'm going to, yeah, let's, let's just pop that to one side. I'm going to grab the thing at the back, uh, which was wrapped up, I think you said. Absolutely. So there seems to be uh, this kind of folded leather thing, which as you pull it out, uh, it's pretty pretty hefty in your hands. Um, and you realize it is a tool roll. Uh, mm. It seems to be very, very good quality. And it seems to have been deliberately protected. Uh, despite its position underneath the blanket, it seems to have survived the worst of the mold. Um, as you inspect it, you turn it over and you can see on the front is embossed in the leather of this roll, uh, a seal of two crossed hammers over a diamond. Two crossed hammers over a diamond. Do I recognize the symbol? Uh, you can make a history check if you want. Oh, I'm not good at history. <sighs> hmm. Five minus one. Oh. Uh, Oh no, you're not sure. It looks uh, maybe maybe this used to belong to someone that liked diamonds Ham- and hammers. Uh, and hammers. Hammers, <laughs> hammers over a diamond. Okay, cool. Uh, and it's a tool, tool. What kind of tools are inside? Uh, you can unfurl it, unroll yeah. it. It seems to be a roll of leather workers' tools. Leather workers' tools. Okay, yeah. I'm going to obviously pocket that. Let's let's keep that somewhere safe. Very um, nice. Cool. I'm going to try and clean out the. Uh, the tin as well a little bit and I'm going to keep that lovely as As you turn to empty the tin Mm. you see something is sat behind you sat yes I mean internally I'm screaming and jumping out my skin externally do I see what it is yet yes it is a dwarven woman she is in full armour and for a moment it looks like she is just propped up staring at you until you notice the bloom of sickly looking white mushrooms climbing from her eye oh. and other places in her armour and you realise wasn't the blanket making that stench oh well, it, did she literally just appear behind me no she was there the oh, whole no, time I'm, oh she was there the whole time I've just caught okay fine um you presume yeah, can I see if she's breathing or anything? I assume she's very dead. She is very dead. You can very make a medicine dead. check though to figure out maybe how she died or how long she's been dead. Mm, yeah, let's do it. Let's do a quick check on her. Let's... Medicine check of fourteen. Fourteen, pretty good actually. Mm. Um, considering you're not a mortician or anything, um, you inspect this uh, this dwarven woman, this dwarven corpse. Uh, you take a moment to kind of unbuckle bits and pieces of her shoulder armor. I, I, to be honest, I think I wouldn't. T- I don't think I'd touch her. Oh, really? I, the the fungal spore thing is very freaky, and I'm just like, as a gardener, I think I know how like that stuff can can get a few spores onto you, and it can like ruin a crop or ruin a plant. Mm. So I'm I'm staying as kind of well back but yeah i don't know what i can do without touching her uh you can i'll i'll say that with your because you're very perceptive you can Mm. kind of take a look around and see what you can spy at a distance um you can see that she has two kind of blooming patches of red on one on each shoulder and Mm. then 
in one of her on one of her sides, kind of bleeding through the under tunic, there's an old patch of uh, patch of this kind of once red now black blood, um, mm. and on the other there seem to be two. It, it's odd. It looks like she was run through simultaneously with five blades. Um, and it seems like the cuts are very messy. She struggled and there's dried blood kind of spattered on her armor. There's also, mm. if you inspect closely with your lantern, a little bit of dried blood pooling underneath her or or did pool a few years ago. Um, so you can see that she, she died in here. Mm. Ooh, okay. I've been thinking this is very, this is creepy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does the passage continue beyond her? No, it's just this. This is the end. This is the oh, end. No. <laughs> this is the end. Glatherin, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to back away. Uh, I, I imagine I, I kind of got like some sort of rag and put it over my face because I'm just like, I don't want to breathe in any of the fungal spores. That's a really um, good idea. Yeah. Um, really, unfortunately, you are going to have to make me a constitution saving throw. Oh, damn. So unlucky. Con saving throw. That's a nat 20. <gasps> okay, very well. You managed to slam on your mask and protect yourself in the oh interest of public health. God, I'm going to keep the mask on in all public places and when anyone else feels uncomfortable. That From sounds like a then. great thing to do with a mask. Boris. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know it's not the law, but I'm not an arsehole. So, yeah, <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, yeah, keep keeping the mask on. I'm going to um, come back. I'm going to make my way back past the bag. Uh, and there's no other direction that I can see leading off this passageway. It this, doesn't this seem is... so. Do you want to feel around? Uh, you can kind of find the edges of this chamber if you want with your lantern. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do a thorough search of the place. Very nice. Investigation checks if you play. Better. 14 per minus one uh, 13 13 lovely stuff all right uh you can you are pretty certain that there are no uh, kind of hidden rooms off here and there's nowhere else you can go you feel around and you can feel on the inside this chamber is actually strangely square as if it was mm. once sort of a, a room carved into the rock or something um mm. which is uh, in contrast to how it's sort of a, a rounded mound now a rounded mound a rounded mound um but no, nothing, nothing else here. You think? Okay, okay. I'm gonna <clears throat> get myself out there. Pretty sharpish now. You scramble out of there. So you've taken yeah. the ration tin and the leatherworker's tools. Yes, I've given uh, I've given the ration tin a thoroughly good clean with my water, <laughs> my water, and um, a good good rub down. Uh, I got Catherine, out the, you don't the know distance. how long you're going to be in this storm. <laughs> don't use all your potable water. What's that? <laughs> What's that? Just cleaning this cool tin. Oh, is that the ghost? It's the ghost. We did learn something from kindergarten. Good. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to make my way back, back, I guess, to the, the, the storm. All right. Lovely. You scramble out too unsettled to spend yeah. any amount of time in uh, or any, any longer in that chamber with that yeah. poor corpse. Uh, as you scramble out, your eyes are naturally drawn to that strange dark shape on the horizon. Um, yeah. And as you try to focus in on it through the sheets of rain, um, which you're pretty sure mercifully wash away any lingering spores that may have made it onto you, um, you hear a quiet whistling, like whatever that dark shape is, it may be a congregation of 
hundreds quietly. Oh, that's creepy. It's really creepy. <laughs> Is there anything else on the horizon? Is that the only no. kind of distinguishing thing? No, okay, I'm gonna gonna go towards it. All right. As you scramble forwards, uh, uh, wait. I might cast. Oh, should I cast something? <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, how much? Is there? I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and get closer to it and see what it is, if possible. I'm Love putting my la- putting my lantern out. Great. All right. You put out the lantern. Uh, it is technically dim light here okay. uh, because of the darkness of the uh, um, of the storm. Uh, but if okay. you'd like to, you can give yourself dark vision to see better if you want to cast a spell. Uh, you don't no, have to. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. All right. So as you proceed onwards, closer and closer, uh, you get closer to this jagged shape. Eventually, you realize that it it looks oddly familiar. It looks like a corner of like a dry stone wall, like kind of farmers might use to uh, kind of fence in their their crops uh, mm. or their sheep. But the the strange familiar thing about this is, it's made of city of summer sandstone, or at least kind of similar to what you remember it being like. Mm. Okay. Um, you can see as you come round, it's almost this like L-shaped corner of the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you kind of pace round, uh, you notice uh, a couple of things. First of all, you notice that very far off in the distance, um, you can see something moving. Tiny, like noticing a mite on your arm. Really small, moving underneath the horizon. But the other thing you notice as you come round this dry stone wall is there is a kind of cover, a leather cover made of this kind of patchwork leather, different skins kind of sewn together uh, that seems to cover the right angle of this wall. So it's in effect this L shape and then the two corners are kind of covered over by this uh, this patchwork uh, cover. Mm. Okay, I'm going to go up to the cover and see if I can hear anything behind it. So this is covering up and it's like an entrance to something. Very possibly. Okay. Very possibly. I'm going to like come up to the leather cover um, <clears throat> and sort of listen up against it and see if I can peek around it at all. Great. I'm do this stealthily. Stealth <laughs> shuffle, which is becoming a rapidly becoming a signature move. A stealth shuffle. All right. Go for a stealth check and then go ahead and make me. Would you say this was investigation or perception? Are you kind of investigating more about things you've already seen or trying to perceive different new I'm things? I'm trying to hear if there's somebody or something, or, or I'm trying to get a sense of the environment. So I think it's perception. Makes sense. Go for perception then. Stealth is 16. Lovely. All right. Pretty good. And perception is. Ooh, nice twenty. Ooh, Dirty. very good. Uh, all right, so you uh, you take a moment to sort of make sure that nothing can see behind you. You tuck in, you press yourself up against the wall, and you peer underneath this cover. You can see that it seems to be protecting a smooth stone tunnel. Seems mm. to be a little smaller than the other one. Um, you reckon you could fit down it as a halfling? Might be a bit of a squeeze. Um, and it seems to be. Uh, kind of it, it seems to have been very smoothly chiseled out um but deliberately deliberately burrowed down um the other thing you notice 
is just a quiet stench of shit coming out of here. <laughs> Can I tell what kind of shit it is? <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, okay. It smells. Can I see a locate a, a source of the shit? Uh, no, it seems that the tunnel kind of goes down maybe five or so feet and then seems to curve away. But it smells like fresh. Fresh. Oh, it does smell fresh. I mean, I could, I'd could, probably be able to tell as a gardener. Um, yeah. yeah, you'd be used to the stench of manure. Yeah. Um, is there any, this little L-shaped wall, is there any other features about it or anything? Like, how tall is this wall? Is it part of a big building? What's the... It looks like maybe once it was, or formed some kind of uh, join to maybe, like, the edge of a farm or something. You're not really sure. Okay. It looks deliberately constructed. It's maybe five feet tall at its highest point and a couple of inches at its lowest. Okay. And it's one of these dry stone walls, so these chunks of kind of craggy rock stacked on top of one another. Hmm. Uh, five feet, you say? Five feet high. Yes. I'm gonna climb the wall. I want to get a look at better look at this um this thing moving on the horizon. Oh, very nice. All right, you scramble up the wall. I'll say you can easily do that. You're very dexterous. Um, go ahead and make me a perception check to see if you can swim to this thing through the rain and through the wind. Good, it's twenty-two. All right, with twenty-two, it looks very far away Mm. it looks to be moving Mm -hmm. and it looks to be humanoid it seems like it's staggering a little bit and kind of walking clumsily Um, but it doesn't seem to be walking in a particular direction it just seems to sort of stagger one way and then look around and stagger another way okay How, how is it coming towards roughly where I am though uh, it looks like it might be wandering that way vaguely. Okay. And could I estimate how long it might take to reach me? At its current shambling pace, probably 10 minutes. Is it a light shamble or a fast shamble? Oh, uh, stealthy shamble. Stealthy shamble. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So do you say five to 10 minutes? Uh, probably about 10 minutes. Yeah. If probably it just keeps minutes, on wandering. All right. I've got 10 minutes. Let's get in the hole. Let's get All in right. the shithole. Let's get in the shithole. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Come to Vicky's world for immersive storytelling. <laughs> Helps you escape into a world of Dungeons and Dragons high fantasy. I'll climb in the hole that smells uh, like poo. Oh, oh, it smells so bad, but <laughs> yeah. I get right in. I get right in. Yeah. <laughs> it does smell bad. Okay. Um, you squeeze into this small stone tunnel. Uh, you scramble down the five feet. Are you going head first or feet first? I'm absolutely not going head first. <laughs> you going feet first? Oh, is it that narrow? It's, and is it straight straight down or is it at an angle? What's the... Uh, it's probably at 45 degree angle to begin with. Oh. And then as it uh, it curves, you can't oh. really see. Oh, okay. So it's not something I can... Can I climb down it? Or is it more like you slide down it? Uh, this bit, you have to kind of slide a little bit. You can put yourselves out... You can put yourself out... Uh, put your arms out, sorry, and prop yourself against the sides of the wall. Okay. Sort of I'm gonna. I'm gonna like is there something I can tie some rope to before I go down? You could probably lash some rope around uh, the section of the dry stone wall that this cover is attached to. It looks like yeah. as reliable bit as ever. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tie a rope to that bit and right, uh, use that to kind of uh, hoist, like repel myself down. Amazing. So you're yeah. not uh, you're tying one end of the rope to the side of the leather cover, and then in effect you're tying it round your waist and then letting it go bit by bit. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can, I can control, control my descent down here and also climb back up if I get stuck. <laughs> Smart. I just wanted to make sure that you weren't like, I tie one end of my 50 feet of rope to the leather cover and the other end to me. And until I get 50 feet away, this rope will be fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> it's more, it's more, yeah, it's more like support to get down. And then if I can't yeah. get back up for some reason, I can hoist myself back up, hopefully. Lovely. All right. So you scramble on down this tunnel. After the five feet, it seems to angle out into kind of a more level, almost horizontal area that you kind of push yourself down feet first. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, because your perception check is so high, you notice as the tunnel begins to give way underneath you and you find yourself tumbling down towards a pit full of stone spikes. You can see on one side of it, there is a narrow stone ledge. If Uh you'd like, you can make a dexterity saving throw to push yourself off the other wall and land on it. I mean, I'm holding onto the rope, right? So I'm not going to... You can stop yourself if you want. Yeah, I'm just going to stop. Hold on. I'm just going to keep hold of the rope while the... Dude, it all crumbles. (laughs) Lovely. Well, I'm really fucking glad I tied that rope on. (laughs) You say aloud. I say... I'm really fucking glad. Yeah, I say say in my head to myself, I'm... (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay. Yeah, that was some smart thinking, Gratherin. I mean, whoever's playing you is doing very well with this this, <laughs> this progression of yeah, he is. Okay, good. Um, so I'm going to hold on to that, and so and I can see there's a ledge. Uh, so so am I sort of hanging over the the spikes now? You're dangling over about a ten feet wide spike trap. I'm gonna like push off the wall to give myself some momentum. Great. All right, that's gonna be. And then I'm gonna try and um, oh crap! If I let go of the rope, how do I get back? How far is the ledge from? Uh, I'd say about uh, the other side of this 10 feet drop, uh, 10 10 feet, sorry, pit. And I'd say the drop is probably 20 feet down. Mm, 20 feet. 20 feet. What's my my feature is that I basically feather fall everywhere. Yeah. So So you can fall slowly. I I can slow fall. I can use my reaction when I fall to reduce any falling damage. That's useful. Uh, So I'm going to run out of rope, aren't I? I think to, I can't take the rope with me. Uh, you far. would have to come off the end of the rope in order to get to the uh, the tunnel, mm. uh, the platform. Sorry. And how far from the platform? I'm trying to retrace my steps later. If, if I need to get back, how far from the platform would the bottom of the rope end up? Bottom of the rope to- would be a ten foot leap sideways <laughs> over the pit to grab it, but it dangles just at the top of the pit. Ten it brushes feet. the top of the spikes, which you now notice are yeah. smeared with shit. Ah, okay, cool. Um, I mean, I think there's only one way to go, which is straight onto the spikes, please. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, I'm not even. I'm not slow. I'm not slow falling. I want to plummet like a rock onto the spikes. Thank you. No. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I attack the right. spikes. Dan, roll a new character. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. B, we're going to change some art. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the momentum thing, and I'm gonna um, try and ju- I'm gonna jump onto the platform. Fantastic! Make an athletics check to try to swing yourself on this rope. Oh, can it be acrobatics? It can't. Interestingly oh, enough, I, can Mr. I? Uh, can I get advantage? No. Okay. no. <laughs> Fucking hell! Can I get advantage? Cause I'm damn because no. I was clever and played well. No, okay, um, you were clever and you did play well. That is absolutely uh, true. Well, I got a seven. Okay. You hey great you vault off and you are gonna make it you yeah. are sure you are gonna yeah. make it to that yeah you actually your feet mm-hmm. your feet make it sure 
Rest of you. <laughs> rest of you falls backwards. Oh, no. Your toes rip on and you fall backwards. It's not going to be as bad as oh. if it had been a 20-foot drop onto some mm. spikes, but it's still going to be a little bad. I'm obviously going to slow fall onto them as well. Okay, so this impalement goes slower and worse <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, great. For any podcast listeners, that was the sound of two entertainment professionals. <laughs> Mommy, you said shitty spikes, and that is the sound yeah. they make. Mimeing yeah. a halfling getting slowly impaled by some spikes. <laughs> okay, so you're going to take seven points of piercing damage, uh-huh. and you're going to need to make me a Constitution saving throw. Oh. Con saving. Uh. How is it? That's nine. (gasps) You don't feel well. You don't. Oh, you feel very nauseous. In Uh fact, you're going to take three points of poison damage. It's Uh. just. Oh, you feel not. You just feel unwell. You know that like prickly heat where you have a fever and. Yeah. It's just bad. Something, something's gone wrong. Feeling it right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> cool. I'm going to get off the spikes. All right. You scramble and haul yourself. Uh, it's unfortunate you take another one point of damage just by the amount of squirming you've got to do because sure. you are on your own. Yeah, um, but you, uh, you manage to pull yourself up back onto that narrow stone platform. Uh, as you stand on that narrow stone platform you notice that there is another kind of almost curtain of this patchwork leather um, mm. and the sound of snoring echoing from behind it. You also notice on one of the patches of this patchwork of leather, they're all different colours, some brown, some pinkier. You notice a small tattoo. Ooh, and a tattoo? Uh, it's a little, little lion. Do I recognise the tattoo? Uh, it looks like the kind of tattoo that a lot of the sailors would have. Oh, a little lion. A little lion. A little lion on the tattoo. Okay, and I can hear snoring. Yes. <clears throat> Behind the curtain. Yes. So very stealthily. <laughs> yes. With my trademark shuffle. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to um, sort of just peek behind the curtain. Very nice. All right. As you peek you can see a small burrow, for want of a better word. It is absolutely full of this similar warm, worn kind of leather, leather pieces of various ages. Uh, you spot a couple more tattoos. And uh, you can see the snoring thing it seems to be a curled up figure of gnomish size, um, but it's hard to tell specifically what they are because they are covered in grime and wrapped from head to toe in kind of messily made leather clothes. You can see the cave walls here. They seem to be covered with branching red marks. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it that you see in here. Branching red marks. Yeah. Uh, can I tell like if they're chalk or what are they? Are they... You can step up and you can have an investigate if you want. Uh, more, I can't do that until I figured out this gnome. Is it, is it an actual gnome? Uh, you're pretty sure the bits of this creature you can see are quite gnomish. Okay. And he's snoring and they are snoring away. Yes. <sighs> okay. Hmm. Um, and, the, and they're sleeping on this more leathery, leathery stuff. Yeah. 
which is basically person's skin. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, what isn't these days, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm not judging. Um, yeah, I don't. This is the thing. I don't think what it is. I feel because like because if if you were if you were if that was your only way to survive, yeah, and if you and and if I mean, as long as the the bodies were dead to begin with, you know, needs must. Um, if the people were alive, might have a bit of a problem. But let's find let's let's find out. Um, okay, can I see if this creature is armed? Uh. As you peer, you can spot um, there is a kind of a curved uh, couple of knives at their belt that seem to be made out of various bones. Mm. Uh, can I attempt to pickpocket all of the weapons from this creature? <laughs> That's so funny. Yes, genuinely, yes. Make a slight of hand check. Okay. <laughs> uh, do I get advantage to they're sleeping or anything? Uh no, but the DC will be way lower. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, sleight of hand. So I don't get to use my gloves because they're in the lock picking. Oh, that's quite good. That's 21. 20, 20. You don't fucking need advantage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you slink in and you summarily pluck every single knife that you can find. You can notice actually quite a few of these seem to be have, have been shaped uh almost similarly, if crudely, to the uh, leatherwork tools that you found earlier. Um, ah, okay. So they seem to be they seem to be more for uh, craft than necessarily for stabbage. Uh, but mm. as you come over with that stealth and sleight of hand, you also notice a uh, kind of stone um, sort of javelin, almost, a stone spear set next to this person that you can also extract. You can yeah. also see, as you are pickpocketing this person, um, they seem to appear to be female. Um, they seem to appear to be gnomish. And you can see a couple of locks of uh, kind of straggly, greasy white hair. Um, mm. You can also see their, their sleeping eyes uh, seem very, very wrinkled. Very, very wrinkled. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Hmm. Are they wearing armor? Uh, they're covered in this leather. Um, I'm going to put the weapons sort of on the other side of the route, like as far away from this this creature as possible. And um, I'm going to keep a hold of my bow staff. I'm going to sort of just at bow staff's length, sort of prod prod the gnome a little bit. <laughs> As until you, and if, if, and until they, if, or a lot if they don't wake up from a little prodding. As you poke at this gnome, you see a pair of kind of roomy eyes uh, open up and immediately kind of focus on you. There is a, a just kind of like a guttural noise from this gnome, um, and immediately her hands go to her hips where there used to be weaponry. Not finding that it's been removed, uh, she scrambles to her feet as quickly as she can um, and is just going to start backing up. Good morning. <laughs> oh no. Do you, do you speak common? <laughs> yes. That's, that's useful, isn't it? She, yeah. she's not she's not trying to attack or anything uh no at the moment she just seems very wary like she's figuring out her options her eyes keep okay. flicking back and forth i'm gonna lower my we'll lower my bow stuff 
slowly. <gasps> and kind of put it to one side and just sort of hold my hand up. Yeah. Surrender. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like I like your style. I like your style. You're very very you're very amusing. You're very amusing. <sighs> um look, I'm sorry to wake you, but look, this is a weird fucking place and uh I'm a bit freaked out. I just wanna know what's going on. No. Who, who, who No No helping. No You help them to get you. No N- Who? Help no. them help who to get you? The lost. The lost. The lost ones. The travellers. You travellers. Show me your hands. Your hands. And she lunges forward and tries to grab at your hands. I'm gonna. Hmm. Can I sidestep? Like do a do a dodge? Absolutely, you can. She is uh, kind of ferocious in her age, but it seems like she just time and hard living has really slowed her and wizened her. Um, she tries to grab your hands. Okay, can I? This is harsh, but I think I'd do it. I'm gonna sidestep and then kind of like trip her with uh-huh. those staff, so she's so she hits the floor. I don't know if that's an attack or a move or what. I'll say she is an 800 okay. year old. Oh, okay, okay, you can just okay, smack okay. her feet out from under her. I'm not she... gonna do it hard. I'm doing more of like a sweep just to like knock her to the floor. I don't want to actually hurt her. She hits the floor with a heavy thud. Oh. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> ah! let's, let's just look, 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 chill, chill out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to hold my, like, I'm going to say, like, relax. It's all right. Just, and I'm going to hold my hands up. Okay. As she looks, she kind of does her best to squint at you. And as she sees that you have two hands, she sort of seems to relax a little bit. She goes, hey. <sighs> what you want? Sorry? What do you want? Oh. Well, what do I want? Yeah. Leathers? Listen, I don't... Apple orchards? <laughs> we'll come back to the apple orchard comment Apple in orchard you can't have. Okay, okay. Leathers? Tell, tell me some other things I can't have. <sighs> Fucking peace. <laughs> Good sense of styles, clearly. <laughs> Oh, I really like you. I really like you. You're great. Fucking manners. Um, uh, okay. I mean, one stalk. Um, all right. Listen. I all I want to know is in my is, house, my uh, home. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I am. I I didn't. I didn't know it's your home. I don't know where the fuck I am. Could you just tell me where the fuck I am first of all? Stone. Yeah. All right. Inside This is inside the storm. Yeah. How, how long have you been here? Oh, long. Mm. Will be longer. And what? What's your name? Huh? Do you have a name? What is name? I'm Gwathryn. What is that? My name. What is that? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna call you. Uh, uh, mm. Call me why. I'm going to call you Linda. Linda? Right. Yeah, that's right. What is Lind? That's now your name, all right? All right, Linda. So listen. Linda. Yeah, that's right, Linda. Still listen, should Lind- work in accounting. 
Linda, the process spreadsheet. No. No, no, you're not. You're an artisan. You're you're an artisan. You're a craft. You're a craft. You're a craftswoman, you're a craftswoman Linda. You're a, you're a leather worker, and uh, you know you've, you've done I'm some. I'm a Linda. I lind. You lind, lind. That's right. Exactly. You're that's lind-ing. what you call. And she kind of yeah. holds the leather up. Yeah, you yeah. You call lind. 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 Is it lovely, lind? Yeah. Great ah, work, great lind. work, Linda. Well done, Linda. Great, great lending, Linda. Um. <laughs> um uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask. Um, who, who are these? Who are these travellers you're talking about? Who are these lost? Never help. You never never help, help. You never help them. Never. They get you, feast on dwarf on family. Oh, that pass by. The lonely lost feast. Right. Feast. They Don't feast. help. Okay. Don't help. All right, all right, okay. That sounds like a warning. Um, how have you survived so long? What, what, how did you? How did you manage to, to survive so long now? Apple orchard. What do you mean, apple orchard? Where? Apple orchard. Can you show me? Yeah. All right. Plan. And she sets her little wizened hand against the branching kind of red. Uh, paints on the wall which you now notice are sort of potentially an artistic attempt at what it would be like looking up through tree branches mm. Mm. this way apple orchards alright don't hurt no I'm gonna, grow. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the leather workers tools out and uh, give, them, give them to Linda <sighs> are they, were these yours uh, no no? Yes, mine. They are. Oh, I. See. All right. Okay. Can she, I do a? Can I do a, a, Can I do a, a perception check to see if she's lying? You do an insight check if you want to see if she's insight. lying. No, it's right. She can. She can have the. She can have. The, she uh, grabs at them and she hugs <laughs> them to her chest. You can oh. see she's. Uh, she unfurls them. She struggles with the knot. She doesn't seem to have met it before, but eventually mm. she managed to kind of hook it out of the way. And as she pulls it open, her eyes go wide, and she kind of pulls out one of these. Uh, um, one of these tools, um, maybe like a small hammer or something. It just goes, ah, what this dwarf? You dwarf? No, I'm I'm not a dwarf. I'm I'm a halfling. I'm from ah. city, city of Summers. You heard of it? Her eyes go wide. Yeah, vines, sky of vines. That's right. Yeah. Yes, came came from. You're from the city of Summers. Yes, Bloody goddess hell. shiny. Yes, yes, the the the, the goddess of summer. Miss. That's right. I'm. Uh, can I can I show her my symbol of the goddess? Yeah, absolutely, you can. Hmm. She, so, you notice that? Well, I, I can't remember how I hold. I think it's a, a bracelet or a bangle. I think I've got it on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. She steps forward and you can see for the first time she's not she's not kind of lunging. She's not trying to be uh, aggressive or grabbing at something she wants. She's almost approaching this in a reverent way and she just kind of very gently moves her gnarled fingers across it. She says, mm. Goddess mm. lives. Yeah. City God. lives. It does, yeah. I'm trying to get back to it. <sighs> Long time. Orchard, apple orchard. 
Many, many apple orchards, yeah. Ah, <sighs> yes. Mm. Yes, good. Mm. Good. Could good. I give, uh, what have I got in my, uh, do I have any flowers or any like anything in my herbalism pouch that would be kind of like alive and green? Um, is there anything that you've. I don't think I've picked anything up recently. No. Uh, probably just seeds and stuff, to be honest. Mm. So, all right. You definitely have seeds. Yeah. I, I also have those very special seeds. Bag of beans. Well, beans. How bag give, of beans? Not going to give her my bag of beans. Oh. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> all right, beans. <laughs> I, you can read my mind. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I, I think. I think. <laughs> oh, fuck. She thinks <laughs> back. No. <laughs> I want to do no, an insight check. She doesn't. That's really lying. silly. No, okay. Yeah, yeah it's very silly. Can. Very silly. Uh, but right. as you yeah. as you nod and try and uh, kind of fumble in your pouch, she grabs for your wrist, uh, mm. not to try and steal your bangle or anything, just to try to lead you. And okay. She says, "Apple orchard." All right. Let's let's go to the apple orchard. Yeah. She pushes aside another curtain of leather, and you can see she leads you down into a quite large underground cave Hmm. you can see that the edges seem to have been hacked out with rocks and at some points just rubbed away with the repeated pressing of hands Hmm. and clearly in the floor to this underground cave there have been hacked out tiny individual holes okay she gestures and she says garden oh this is fucking heartbreaking apple orchard Oh my god! Um, it's it's just literally rock, isn't it? Yeah, she's oh. chiselled out little kind of holes. If you want to peer into them, you can see she's sure. tried desperately planting anything. You can see there's a little bone in one, like an inner ear bone. There's a rotten finger. There's a white kind of the uh, quite familiar now kind of white clay earpiece. Oh. Is that now? There is. Huh. 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 Hmm. Apple okay. orchard. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. What really <sighs> e- excellent gardening. The garden. Someday, someday yeah. apples grow. Yeah. Have wait long time. Father said, long time. How have you? How have you survived so long? What have you been eating? Oh, this that. Travelers. Oh. Yeah, it's it's all right. It's all right. Things come by. Sure, I understand. Um, apples will grow. Yeah, we'll get you some apples one day. Apples will grow. What do I, can I give her some of my? Um, I've got rations, I think. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've got rations. I'm going to give her some dried fruit, including jerky, dried fruit, hardtack, and nuts. Ooh, how many her, days I've worth got, of your rations? Got, I'm going to give her just the one day's worth for now. Just the one. All right. She takes it uh, and she looks confused. She looks at you and says, what is it? I'm going to get another one out and start eating it, just to show it to <sighs> She tries. It's like, kind of, it's almost like, even though she's super old, it's like trying to give a toddler or like a puppy mm. a new food. She mm. kind of feels it with her teeth and kind of puts it on her tongue. First, you sense, actually, you recognize a lot of the classic um, uh, tests that you teach children in the city of Summers to see whether or not a berry's poisonous. Of mm. place it on a bit of your tongue for a little while, wait to see if mm. it like swells or tingles, and then yeah. chew a little bit. See, it, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. She seems to be doing it really ah, carefully. Nice, nice. I'm gonna eat, eat some of my own as well. Right. Um, 
Where's my ration seeker? You have a lovely picnic in the orchard. Little little, little picnic in the bone orchard, yeah. (laughs) Picnic in Linda's bone orchard. (laughs) It's absolutely a porn film. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's not good, but it has been made. (laughs) It absolutely has been made. Um, Okay. Is, Is this a dead end as well? Is there anything else back here? This seems to be it. It's quite a large cave, you can see. Uh, she'll, you know, you, if you want to light your lantern, you can see that it's maybe thirty feet or something. She seems to have chiselled it out herself over years okay. and years. And mm. all right, okay. Um, gosh, I think I'm probably going to get out of here. Uh, the bone orchard is not fun. Um, apple orchard. Apple orchard. Yeah, you read my mind again, Linda. <laughs> Um, um, is what there... is read? Hmm? What is read and mine? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna um, let's go back into the previous chamber. And you're I'm, not. I'm gonna... You're not yeah. dwarf. No. <sighs> Flood dwarf came mm. came from the nubs, the worn teeth. The one teeth. The one, one down. Teeth. She points okay. to her own teeth, which seem quite worn down, probably mm. from years of trying to eat rocks. That's <laughs> so what you get when you try and eat rocks. Yeah. Um, Sorry, guys. That's justice. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can I... Gosh, I don't know if I can... How... Wait, so she... Is there a... I'm going to ask, is there a way... Is there a way out of here onto the surface? How do we get out? Uh, yeah. Uh, she gestures that you come with her um, and you can see behind another leather curtain there is a small sort of um, tunnel that she seems to use to climb up and out it seems to have little um, like stone steps like ladder rungs chiselled mm. into it um, okay. and it seems to lead straight up alright I'm gonna I'm, I'll is she leading or shall I lead uh, she's gonna go I'll follow she holds the curtain to the side and she says, "You go." Okay. Yeah, do you, Linda, do you want to do you want to come with me? Come with? Yeah, we can see if we can solve this together. Try and try and get back to maybe not the city of Summers, but somewhere. Make a persuasion check. Mm. You can see she's torn. Mm. Is she convinced by a six? Uh, no, but you can get advantage by telling me exactly how you tried to persuade her. I feel like there's a moment of connection here. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to say, look, I'm from the city of Summers. That's where you, I can tell that's where you're from. I'm trying to get back there. I don't know if I'll succeed, but it's got to be better than this place. At the very least, I've got more of this, and I shake one of my ration boxes. <sighs> You're welcome to stay here, but I'm I'm going back up. Have advantage. So you can roll that persuasion check again if you want. Uh, 17. 17? Yeah. <laughs> she looks between you, this kind of, uh, well, the, her, her burrow, for want of a better term, this thing piled with stinking leather and with an orchard that she hopes will grow someday. And then she looks at you and the combination of the way you've treated her, which is quite well, all things considered, after a bit bumpy initially, the fact that you gave her food. And you can see how she reaches out for a moment and you're not sure what she's going to do. And then she touches your face and you realise that her hands move kind of gently over your cheeks and your nose and to the other cheek. And she realises she's touching the glow 
that just right. kind of gently emanates from your skin. And she nods. And then she says, one moment. She steps back over to her piles of leather. Um, and she seems to have a, a bag that she slings over her shoulder made again from more patchwork leather. Um, she piles her uh, kind of bedding into there. She gets her old bone tools and hooks them back into her belt. She hauls in the um, uh, the roll of leather tools. She stuffs it in her bag. And then she looks at you and uh, she holds out a strip of leather. And she says, cover, storm cover. She points at your face. As in like put it over my eyes? Uh, no, below. Oh. Over my mouth? Yeah. Why, why do we need this? Protect. Okay. Yeah. okay. Is this human? Is this person skin? Do you want to make an investigation check? No, I just know it is now. I, think that that is. I don't think I even need to investigate. Um, can I, if I get out some like... So I, mean, I must have some scrap. You've definitely. Oh, you put one yeah. on earlier for uh, for oh, the yeah, fungus, yeah. and you put some on for the fungus in uh, on. So on if Mac I just Island, lift, so. if I just lift that up and say, okay, she nods. She All says, right. "Quiet." Gonna give her the leather back. Okay, she nice. takes it back. She says, "Suit self." Yeah, that, yeah, that suits you instead. Okay. She right. turns for a moment as you begin to scramble up the ladder, and you can tell that she's muttering in gnomish which I don't think you speak, but you definitely have heard spoken. And you can catch, it's a tangle of common, so you can catch bits and pieces, but in any language, you know the sound of a goodbye. Mm. And she shuts the leather curtain, mm. and she follows you up the ladder into the raging storm. All right. So, uh, cli climbing out, do we emerge anywhere near the original hole? You emerge about 100 feet away from the original hole. Uh, so you could get back easily and retrieve your rope if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah I just want to go untie the rope and bring it back. Easy peasy, you can pull that up. Um, cool. Linda will wait for you, um, kind of crouch low to the ground. It's actually pretty impressive. As you, If you weren't so perceptive as you are, uh, you see that pressed against this kind of uh, bland rock wearing mm. this leather, um, she's pretty hard to pick out and she's quite small. Okay. You make it back to her. Where's this moving humanoid shape that we saw earlier? Uh, closer. Yeah. Thought it might be. <clears throat> um, this may be a good good couple of minutes walk from you yet, but it seems to be shambling about. Ooh. Would you make a stealth check, please? Oh, okay. Let's do a stealth check. Uh, e, 11 total. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. What? An 11, Gwathrin the Monk, an 11. I rolled a four. Oh no. <laughs> uh, Linda is pressing herself to the ground, but as you notice this thing shambling forward, you, you realize that's what you should do a l just a moment <sighs> too late. He rolled, to be fair, very high, so you'd have had okay. to roll pretty high in okay. order to evade it. Its okay. head snaps towards you. You can tell oh. it's its head, partially because its eyeballs do not have pupils. They're just milky white oh. inside it. You can also oh, see that its face is sort of worn and twisted into this sinewy, permanent scream. Ooh. You can also see, 
as it begins to run towards you Shit. that it does not have two hands like it previously oh. looked like. This thing has five long arms, each of them ending in a sharp chitinous blade. Fuck. It runs towards you and from its twisted open mouth it begins to chatter. Oh, that's oh, Jesus Christ! Okay, roll initiative, baby. Oh, we're in a fight! Shit. <laughs> oh my God! Come on, uh, <clears throat> initiative plus uh, fifteen. Lovely. That is going to be a fifteen for Gwathy boy. All right, lovely stuff, Gwathrin. You get a moment to act first. What oh, would you like to do? How far from the creature am I? Sixty feet. Sixty feet. Oh man! So I can't even get close to it. Unless, unless, mm. I mean, every everywhere around here is dim light, and this thing oh, does. Of course, yeah, I have abilities. <laughs> I forget <laughs> I can do stuff. I forget so, I could do stuff. I forget I can do very cool things. Um, oh man, do I go towards it or do I try and avoid it? Mm. No, okay, that's shadow step. All right. Sh- shadow step and then try and hit it. Fantastic. All right, you shadow step. Uh, the shadows whirl around you briefly for a moment and then you are yes. next to this thing. So I get advantage on the first strike. You absolutely do. Gosh, I rolled a 15 and a 16 plus hey! 7, 20, uh, 23. Holy shit, both of those will hit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Okay, 1d8. There's d 8 plus 4. Uh, yeah, that's six damage. And then if I spend a key point for a stunning strike. Lovely. Yeah. Um, it's stunned to the end of my next turn. It, ha- it has to do a con saving throw of 14. Con save. All right. This thing does have pretty high constitution. Yeah. It's a 10. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going to follow that up with um, my free unarmed strike. Fantastic. Which Get advantage Did you roll on. damage for your second hit, by the way? Uh, that, uh, that that was the same thing. So I've done six, six points with the quarterstaff. So I basically Perfect. disappeared, came next to it, channeled my key through my quarterstaff as I struck it. Amazing. Um, kind of go, going to go for like a shoulder blow. And I channel my life force into it. Which shoulder? It it's got three. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the middle one, the middle okay. shoulder, Great. and uh, then just and then basically, yeah, um, stun it uh, until the beginning of my next turn. Then I'm going to do um, my three unarmed strike. Fantastic! You can absolutely do that. No way! I've used my bonus action, so I cannot. Ah, uh, yes, you're you're right. Uh, but do you not? But get, I can do. You get can two do a sec- attacks I can, per turn. I can do a second. I can do a second attack though. Yeah, with yes. the quarter staff, which is also going to be an advantage. Okay. And that's mm, not great. That's. Uh, a 15 uh, 16 16 will hit fantastic oh nice I rolled a 9 and a 2 oh. uh, so 1 oh. 8 that's 5 plus 4 so that's another 9 so a total of 15 points of damage fantastic alright you disappear into the darkness you reappear you drive your uh, quarter staff you are, you are taking a very very quick uh, approximation of how you think this creature probably hopefully works uh, and you smack in in the back uh, just where a regular uh, 
by by handed by armed creature um would uh would have kind of an important nerve luckily mm. for you you smack it right at just the right angle well i say luck it's skill of course um to manage to uh, to jam it in um and uh this thing kind of uh, groans as it locks up you then slam your uh, your staff back down the other way um nice. and deliver another smack to it very nicely done. For its turn, can it do anything? It's whatever stunned means. Stunning! All right. I should just have this uh, permanently open when you're playing, to be honest. Dan. Let's see. Stunned 5e. I think it just means they... I think oh, they can't do anything. Yeah, incapacitated. Can't move, can speak only falteringly. And it uh, automatically... falteringly. <laughs> yeah, automatically <laughs> fails uh, strength and dex... Uh, and can't take actions or reactions. <laughs> it's ridiculously OP. <laughs> I think it's quite hard. I think it's quite hard to land. Like the con, the con, con is sometimes against bigger creatures and stuff. It's not great. Yeah. But when it falls off, it's like ridiculous. Till the end of my next turn. It's very good. It's very it's very insane. good. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, all right. In that case, you uh, you for this moment, you stun this creature. Uh, next up, it would be this creature's turn. All it can do is just turn to you, and this this almost desperate babble comes out of its face Aww. falteringly. It looks Aww. almost horrified. Can I pat it on the head as a free action? Of course you can. Of course you can Aww. pat the monster on the head. Yeah. Uh, Linda attempts to hide, um, and she rolls a five. Nice. Uh, she basically just uh ducks behind you oh well she just kind of lies flat yeah is what is going to happen she lies flat and still um because she's an old lady yeah uh okay guathrin we're back to your go i'm gonna hit it with hit it it with my quarter staff oh my gosh that's a 26 that'll hit (laughs) because i had a advantage of course and then I'm a D8. That's a, that's nine points of damage. Then I'm going to follow up with my free unarmed strike. Very good. Which is uh, 21 to hit, I assume. Yes. Uh, so then I roll that nine plus eight. That's uh, 17 points of damage. 17. All right. And then I'm going to do a second attack <laughs> if, if, if needed. Yes, give me just one second. Sure. Uh, yes, definitely still needed. All right, 25, 25 to hit. That'll hit. <laughs> and damage of seven. Seven, all right. Lovely. So it's just like a flurry of blows from my quarterstaff, and I just put in an extra like elbow to its face <laughs> as, as we went along. Fantastic. Uh, great. Unfortunately, this thing is still up. Oh, that was... A, I should have used the key point to do other things. Oh, oh I could do... Oh, what what type of uh, damage is this? It's all bludgeoning. All bludgeoning? Yeah. Oh, buddy, I'm so Oh, I'm suddenly aware that it doesn't seem to be doing as much damage as I thought it might. Well, maybe... I'm so sorry. It seems to be resistant. Uh, Something about this spooky, spooky space means that, unfortunately, over the last couple of turns, you've done 39 points of damage. You (laughs) thought you did. Yeah. Actually which, done. Okay, okay, okay. In which case, well, as, as I noticed this uh, the, after the last blow, I'm yes, like, huh, sorry, I should have clarified for you. Quite, quite, uh, in which case, I'm going to use a key point for. Um, yeah, oh, no, wait, I can't do that. Hang on. You can spend one key point to take, take the dodge action as a bonus action. I've already used my bonus action for 
um, for an unarmed strike. So yeah, I can't, I can't do anything. That's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Sure, I'm sure it's totally fine. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was partially on me. I should have no, clarified no, that fine. earlier. But that was a hefty chunk of damage. Yeah. Um, this thing <gasps> lunges towards you. Sure. And it is going to uh, try to embrace uh, you. Oh, uh, just wanted a cuddle. Yeah. Oh. Fuck. Damn. That's a nat 20, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Gwathrin. Yeah. You see this thing and you notice just a moment too late that it is managing to lunge around. It oh. looms over you and it looks at you mournfully. Oh. And then it jams all five of its blades oh. into you. You are Damn. gonna take uh you're gonna take twelve points of piercing damage. Uh-huh. You are grappled. Uh-huh. You are lifted off the ground. Uh-huh. You are frightened. And you are also going to take 13 points of psychic damage. So that was a total of 25 points of damage. Yes. Fuck. As this thing jams into you, you feel this horrible fright setting in. You're not used to being frightened, being a halfling and being a... Um, uh, being somebody who's usually very in control of his mind, um, but it seems something about so these blades. I, I get advantage. I get advantage against being frightened. Yeah, unfortunately, By there's no save. No here. saving throw. No. While you are grappled in this way, it seems Oof. something about these blades is just chilling. Can I invoke the magpie's boon? Absolutely. All right. I can't remember what it does. I think it gives me five points. I can't remember. You, uh, you, it was sent in the chat Here last. Here we go. As a reaction, when you take damage, you can call on Magpie for help avenging you. Yes. Magpie, avenge me! <laughs> I say in a suddenly British Ian McKellen-esque voice. Yes, great. Let's, let's channel Danny, Danny Dyer for that. You tell this... Magpie, pre- sort it out, mate! Okay, there you go. You shout... And there doesn't seem to be any response. Fuck! It seems that something about the storm is muffling your connection to this sure. magical creature. That makes sense. And it's very unfortunate. But good try. Mmm, worth a uh, pop. Yeah. Okay. And it is your turn. So you are grappled, but you can still uh, attack if you'd like. Can I, can I shadow step? What does frightened mean as well, by the way? Uh, you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls where you can see this thing and you oh. can't willingly move closer to the source of your fear. Your speed is zero. You can't benefit from any bonus to it um, while you are grappled as well. Okay, can I can I shadow step while grappled? Uh, don't see why not. Let me just take a it's look te- at it. It says teleporting. It doesn't say... Yeah, I think the... that's a very sensible way to get out of this considering the, uh, okay. considering the strength save. I am um, going to... Yeah, absolutely. You are in in dim light here. You can use your bonus action to teleport. You can teleport next to it, or you can teleport further away. So, if I'm frightened, I'll interrupt up here. I'm going to teleport. I'm going to teleport as as sixty feet away. Amazing. Do you want to go uh, towards where this thing came from, or do you want to go back towards Linda? I still think I wouldn't move it towards Linda. So, I'm going to move like diametrically opposite. All right, lovely stuff. No, that said, there's cover. There's a wall. 
Can I tell? I can't. The wall's, can I tell the wall's about a hundred feet from, from uh, okay. something. Yeah, that's not ideal. Um, I, it's probably better than the no cover though. So I'm thinking a wall might be helpful. So I'm going to teleport sixty feet towards the wall. Okay. All right. So you head sort of west. If we're saying Linda's south, this thing's yeah. in the middle of the compass point. Yeah. Uh, and the place it came from seems to be north. You teleport oh. westward, um, and you are forty feet now from the wall. Um, what else can so what else can I do now this turn if anything that's a bonus action I can't move towards it so because this grapple has ended yeah. uh, you feel this fright Ooh. seeping from your body that's nice you feel the cold grip of fear on the back of your mind kind of uh, slowly drifting away you nice. still have taken the damage you're still feeling pretty beaten up but yeah. you take another look at this thing mm-hmm. um, and you're not frightened anymore well, that's a relief. So can I still act this turn? Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Oh, that's good. Because you removed yourself from that grapple. Cool. So I can throw a dagger. Well, fire a dart. But I can't... I, teleporting isn't movement, is it? But uh, no. Move. No, of course, but I can only move 40 feet. Uh, oh, that's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that gives me... Because if I throw from over 20 feet, it's a disadvantage, isn't it? Yeah, but you can get up to 20 feet and then yeet your dagger. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah let's do that. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna run back. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're like, ah! Oh, I'm fine. Oh, <laughs> <up> this guy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to run run the 40 feet back towards it. Great. Um, readying my dagger in, in my fingertip between thumb and forefinger. And um, as I get within 20 feet range, I'm going to uh, hurl the dagger. Fantastic. End over end towards this creature. You hurl the dagger towards this creature. Go ahead and roll to hit. Fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen just misses. You see your dagger clatter to the side, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I can do another attack. Mm-hmm. No, he's not going to action. Ah! This is so good. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to do a dagger this time. Oh. I'm going to do a dagger. Nice. Yeah, with a 19 plus 7, 26. Oh, that's yes. That's better. That makes solid impact in the centre of this thing's skull. Go ahead oh. and uh, roll your damage. Oh. And then a 6. Yes! That's a 10 points of stabby, stabby damage. Lovely. 10 points of piercing, I presume? Yes. Fantastic. Does it seem to do as much damage as I expect or not? Unfortunately not. Unless oh! it's, it's a non-magical dagger, isn't it? It's a non-magical dagger. In that case, yeah. No, unfortunately. This thing does look hurt, though. You seem to really have have okay. bloodied it. Okay, um, but good. you think it's still got a little bit more to go before you can really... These things are tough. You now see why even yeah. a fully armoured dwarf got right. felled by this thing. Yeah. Uh, is that all you would like to do with your so I've done two attack I've done two attacks I've used my bonus action that's uh, yeah that's what I can do and you're within 20 feet of this thing yes great okay so I guess it's uh, it's this thing's turn now right yeah sure lovely alright so it's yeah. going to come towards you uh, and it howls at you as if heartbroken this grief it oh. seems to be trying to put into words and completely unable and it's just going to try and stab at you with these arm spikes uh, so that first one's going to be just a 12 it's fine. You dodge out of the way, and the second one, oh, the second one's a 10. Yeah. So you dodge one way as this arm spike slams into the rocky ground, splintering it into these pieces of rock, and then you dodge the other way as the second one swings over your head. You manage to dodge and duck and dive. Um, 
you hear a shout, an angry shout, um, and... <sighs> a natural 20. What is it with this dice? Pride Month is over, but Glitter Rainbow Dice <laughs> does not acknowledge it. I, hey, I love you. Never change. Um... <laughs> As uh, Linda seems to have scrambled to her feet and have thrown one of her bone tools, <laughs> embeds itself into the back yes, of this thing's neck. Yes, uh, Linda. It's going to similarly not do as much damage as she might hope, but she—it seems she threw it with quite a pace. Whoop. All right, and it was unexpected, so that is going to be eight points of damage from Linda's nasty flinging blood uh, bone tool it would usually nice. uh, have only done four but with the with the uh, excellent turn it see uh, with the excellent timing um, she's jammed it into the back of this thing's skull um, and she has Avalanches! <laughs> uh, yes Linda Mason work <laughs> Gwathrin what do you want to do this thing is uh, looming down on you it's seven foot tall these okay. flailing stabbing arms all right okay. i'm gonna um yeah let's let's do a, another teleportation towards it so i get advantage great and then i'm gonna hit it with mm, if i did piercing didn't do as much either so it doesn't matter either way let's nah. do let's do a quarter staff attack great that's with advantage do i get to re-roll ones on advantage rolls I assume uh, so yes you get to re-roll the one regardless and then you can roll twice because you get advantage nice well, that one became a 19 ha huh! incredible and then roll for your advantage uh, that was oh well so I rolled both at the same time one was oh, amazing one. one was yeah so 19, uh, 19 26 26 to hit very good uh, that will hit then 4 plus uh, 4 is 8 8 and then I eight points of damage yeah let's do a second attack Fabulous. this thing is looking really hurt it staggers oh, really, as oh you strike forward with this uh, with this blade kind of raking it down one side of its spine you can see this fetid sinew just comes apart it's like cutting through kind of cobwebs alright final final go 19 19 that'll hit damage damage This thing is barely, barely up. It is just still up. It is barely still up. You can see that it is struggling. It seems to have a very gaunt kind of waist and hips. You can see its pelvis is wasted away. um, And it seems to kind of almost be wobbling uh, with supporting five flailing arms on this very small point. But I'm afraid it does get to try and embrace you again. Bloody hell. Gwathryn. Yeah. How many hit points do you have to set of interest? Uh, 14. Cool. So if this hits, you're down. I'm most likely dead, yeah. Yeah. Does an 11 hit your armor class? No, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) You see all five of these things beginning to converge towards you, beginning to coalesce, uh, beginning to strike, and you dodge I'm going to say probably forward for your final strikes. That is the end of this thing's turn. What do you want to do? Linda will throw a, another knife. 
I hope Linda kills, if Linda kills it, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Linda misses uh, oh, one of these heavy, uh, heavy pairing tools. Uh, cuts a little bit of your ponytail off, and she goes, "Sorry." <laughs> it's all right, Linda. I've got this. I'm gonna shadow step like just to the other side of it, okay. just for that advantage roll. It's so useful. Um, I think I'm gonna get it. I hope. So. Uh, Another one. Let's reroll that one, and that one turned into a nineteen again. Oh, amazing! So, um, and then just to be just to be clear, as a halfling, you get to reroll that ones anyway, and then you get to roll another d twenty for advantage. Yeah, that's right. So you want that good, just to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, it's only five points of five points of damage. Bludgeoning. It is so nearly down. Ah, <gasps> oh, I've used my so I'm going to attack it once more. Go for it. Got stuff. Not advantage this time. But it's 21 to hit. That'll hit. And then a final uh, a total of six points for damage. Gwethryn. Yes. That is exactly what you need oh, to kill this thing. It's unsettling how something so gaunt and skeletal could also yeah. be so vital. You sense it's yeah. maybe not kept together by flesh at all but just by this grief this desperation to find something anything to help it from being lost as you bring down your final strike why don't you tell me how you kill this thing so i shadow stepped to this other side Mm -hmm. uh and using that advantage i um i cracked it into the midriff with my my bow staff um and then sensing i had the the uh, i could do the coupe de grasse i um kind of stepped up into it and uh, swept my bow staff up between its legs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like the idea of just slightly lifting it to the ground. It's like five uh, arms flailing <laughs> as it crashes back down to earth. It flails backwards and you can see as yeah. it falls, it's almost like dropping a bag of flour. A part of it just kind of smears as dust. Oh. Uh, its arms curl up like the legs of a spider. Ooh, and uh, you, congratulations, have destroyed this monster. I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to assess my the damage. God, I've been run through mm. again. Yeah. I'm it's a bad a, time a, for Catherine. It really is. I'm going to have a phobia of being stabbed, unlike <laughs> most people who don't worry about that. <laughs> um, I'm going to like try and patch myself up with my herbalism kit. Any, I think, what did I have? Oh, I had, uh, oh no, they're just for if you go down properly. Um yeah, I'm just going to try and patch myself up as best I can. As she sees you beginning to get your herbalism kit out, Linda yeah. hurries over, tucks her paring knife back into her um, kind of belt and catches your arm. And she shakes mm. her head and she gestures ahead of you. She says, no, not safe, look. And as you look, you see on the horizon maybe a dozen or so of these shambling figures. Oh my fucking god! All right, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna hide. Linda's <laughs> got the right idea. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, she sees you go to hide, and she grips your wrist tight and says, "No, goddess." Yeah, yeah. Believe me, I, 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 I want to get back to the goddess. Apple orchard. Yeah, where? Where's the apple orchard? Goddess. Yeah. And she squeezes your wrist, and she says. Quiet. Stupid quiet. Stupid quiet, all right, yeah. And she gestures to the section of the horizon that you saw this creature wander from. 
and you can see far beyond this small milling group of about a dozen of these figures shambling by is a long bridge mm. and the base of a mountain top. The Can clouds yeah. almost seem to kind of roll back slightly to reveal. What do you want to do? Yeah, I, but we have to sneak sneak around these creatures. But they're not very good at noticing us if we're quiet and stealthy. We have to be stupid quiet. Okay. Stupid quiet. The stupid quiet. Stupid quiet. All right, so I guess we're going to... How far is this bridge? About 100, 200 feet. Okay. You go ahead and make me a stealth check. I'm going to cast Pass Without Trace. Of course, with my remaining two key points. What a great idea. Thank God I saved those two key points. <laughs> Almost like I thought that we might be useful to cast a spell. So I'm casting Pass Without Trace on great. me and Linda. What's the uh, <laughs> what's the spellcasting ability modifier that you have? Um, It's Wisdom. Great. So go three. ahead and just make me a Wisdom check. Okay. Uh, just roll a d20 plus my wisdom plus modifier. Plus your wisdom modifier. Okay. Or plus your spellcasting modifier. Mm. What is that just my wisdom? Uh, yeah, it would be here. Profi- profi- and, prof- and proficiency. And proficiency. Let's see. Let's take a look. I so at the top might... of you're not used to playing a spellcaster, are you? So if you no, take a look at no. the top of your spells, um, your spells, spells page, it should yeah. say... Um, Oh, no, I guess because you can't... Oh, of course, because you only have buff spells, which is honestly sensible. In that case, yes, just add your wisdom modifier and your proficiency bonus, which I think is three at this stage. Yeah, so three plus three is six, plus 11 is 17. For a moment, you feel the second this magic rips away from you, Mm. there's something in the static in the air that makes it briefly unstable. You focus very hard and you haul this magic back in and you make it do what you told it to. (sighs) And you cast Pass Without a Trace. Ooh, that's a relief. Yeah. So Linda and I are going to get plus 10 bonus to stealth checks. Heck yes. Which is very useful. (laughs) Oh, yes, it is. All right, for the both of you, go ahead and roll. So I'm at a base 17 before I roll. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Go ahead and roll this. And Linda, will, <laughs> she gets plus 10 on top of her usual. Okay. And I rolled a five, which is not ideal, but uh, that's 22. 22. You and Linda set off. She rolls a 17, so she's not that far behind you, but she's a little oh. old. It takes her a little yeah. bit more time. Yeah. As the two of you set off, it is just a rocky plain. Occasionally, thunder rumbles overhead, these sheets of rain coming down, uh, pelting down on you. But you're very small. And Mm. Gwethryn, all your life, you have been very good at not being seen. You sneak past. There is one moment where Linda's boot catches a pebble and sends it skittering towards one. But both of you freeze. And it swoops its head around chatters for a moment and then continues to walk Linda then breathes and you continue on after interminable minutes you manage to make it to the far side of this strange field of lost travellers and you make it to the bridge the stone bridge is ancient 
and dwarven made, quite obviously. And as you catch a glimpse over the side, you see nothing but darkness below you. In front of you, the fog clears enough for you to see the giant stone doors of the lost city of Forge lie open. Would you like to go through them with Linda? Push Linda back. Go, she's here. <laughs> Shove her off the side. Fucking hell, that'd be horrendous. Uh, no, I'm going yeah. to. I'm she going does to, skin um, people though. Like, she <laughs> I, loves these people. Needs must. Uh, I'm going to. I'm very pragmatic uh, person. Yeah. Um, I love that you take to Linda. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, Linda's great. I'm going to go through go through the doors into the fort into City of Fortune. As you step out of the storm into the warm darkness of the lost dwarven city of Forge. That is where we will end your intermission, Grasheron. Bloody hell. Very well done, Dan. You feeling okay? Oh, <laughs> that was that was incredibly stressful. You did really, really oh. fucking well. You did really well at that. That was a tough it was a tough fight. You used all your abilities really well, and I'm so glad your choice was basically did you want to take Linda or not? And I'm so glad that Graffin uh, did. I'd always take Linda. Linda's a legend. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, uh, I will keep you no later than you must. And guys, just to be super clear, Dan has been doing so much work and uh, running around all sorts of schools, <laughs> teaching all sorts of children, all sorts of poems. Uh, so we will sign off. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you did, and if you didn't, then you'll never know. Um, <laughs> what else what are my closing announcements usually um, sometimes we go and raid uh, but we don't have the capacity to do that at the moment uh, so basically just a huge thank you to everybody involved Dan where can people find you if they want more of this incredible work Ah, oh, you can find me uh, everywhere on social media as Dan Simpson Poet and people are already ch- going to go check out that science spoken word album I was chatting about so thank you for doing that oh. and that sort of thing on my socials Amazing. Uh, I'm at Vic Hawley uh, on Twitter and at Vic.Hawley on Insta. Uh, if you're based in the UK, then sometimes I do improv shows for real. Uh, so you can check them all out on my Twitter. Otherwise, just come along for some occasional reblogs of stuff I find pertinent. Uh, thank you. Also, a huge shout out uh, to the wonderful and fantastic Martin who has stepped in uh, to look after our intermission streams. We yeah, really, really appreciate you, it. He worked so hard. So yeah. big shout out in chat for martin such love for blue frog go and follow him he's blue frog uk uh and yeah i know that he treats he tweets some great stuff uh all right all that remains for me to say is thank you all so much thank you hugely to dan uh for that thank incredible thank you vicky making a little custom adventure for each of us of course. oh my gosh that's so lovely well, and so amazing did and, you it notice, so, and it was so fun did you notice that she was on her own in a garden only relying on herself and that had become toxic Oh, no, and I, I don't think that'll. I don't think that'll come back to bite Gwathryn in the butt. Uh, I'm sure it wasn't an allegory for the dangers of Gwathryn. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so so much. We really appreciate it. Go and live your joyous lives. Be safe uh, and do well. And next week, I believe we will have another one of these intermissions. <gasps> All right, gang. See you later. Thank you so much. Thank Big you so much, everybody. Mwah. 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 Bye bye. Bye. Bye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 